Revelation chapter 2, verse 1. Are you there? Amen. Revelation chapter 2, verse 1. Are you there? Now, the book of Revelation is believed to have been written by John the Apostle or John the Beloved, or John the Disciple of Jesus Christ, okay? You know, Jesus had a disciple called John, James and John, James, Peter, James, and John, you see that? Uh-huh. Now, John is the last disciple of Jesus Christ to die. Are you with me or you are not with me? I'm giving you, you said every time I teach, I begin by doing some small Bible knowledge things, so that by the end of the sermon, you will be able to still at least know things that are not necessarily relating to the sermon at least i've let you know who wrote the book i've also let you know who it was he was the last person he died around 100 years john is the only disciple who died he died a natural death uh-huh. but before that he was first they wanted to kill him, so they put him in oil, frying oil. And then they tried to fry him. But when they tried to fry him, nothing happened to him. Wow. Nothing. Nothing happened to him. Are you with me? You have gone. Revelation is in the last part of the book. Hey, if you are on a media, somebody should help him. Uh, we have all been there before. I've been there before. There was a time I couldn't open the Bible. Yeah. Revelation is the last book of the Bible, okay? And usually look the first page of the Bible, the whole list of books. So we say there. List of books, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, you see it. So you know that, okay, we will be. But. There are some people there, I don't expect you to go and check table of content. Amen. Amen. Chapters. Okay. chapters. They've done as chapters 1, 2, 3, up to 22. Now, what was I saying? I was saying that John was what? Fried. He was what? Fried. In oil, in a bowl of oil. A big bull, like they wanted to do him like tilapia or chicken or something. Hey, now that's the price of deciding to follow Jesus Christ, though. Are you with me? The price of deciding to follow Jesus Christ is that the world will persecute you, the world will hate you. That's why there are some of you when you see it, it, it has gotten to a time that Christians are shy of coming to church with the Bible. Or even if they live with their neighbors, they don't want them to know that Sunday it is church they are going to. Because they know that all their neighbors have been sorting pastors, so they are shy of being associated with something that their friends are all insulting. Every time you are not with me. It's not the first time this is happening. No. In the time of John, they were killing people that believed in Christ and they were killing the apostles. So they put John in a bowl of oil and they fried him. 
And the Bible says, okay, the Bible didn't say church history says that and nothing happened to him. You see that? So later, he was weak. Like I said, we collapsed, but he didn't die. Nothing happened. His skin was not bent. Nothing. So they sent him to exile. can say they exile. we take somebody to exile. It means that the person has been sent away never to come back. So we can exile you from Sunyane and send you to a certain place to go and live there in the bush alone. But in John's case, John was exiled to an island called Patmos. There was a prison in that island. And the island is called Patmos. Somebody say Patmos. So if you read the Bible, you see something called the Isle. When they say the Isle, it's simply saying the island, okay? The island called Patmos. Are you with me? Now, Patmos was an island in the Mediterranean Sea. Now, the Mediterranean Sea is, is like we in Ghana, we have um, we see what's the name of our own? Yeah, the Gulf of Guinea, the sea, the one that is in Ghana. You see that? The, the one that is connected to the Atlantic Ocean. Do you see that? In this case, it was called the Mediterranean Sea. It is what is around those people. Now, um, around that place were about seven churches. How many churches? Now, the names of the churches are Pegamos, Titira, Smyrna, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea, and Ephesus. Okay? Now, these are seven churches in a place called Asia Minor. In today's time, I think it's Spain or so, something like that. Now, these were seven churches in Asia Minor. Say Asia Minor. Bible, no, it is ours, so it's not for pastors alone. So I'm teaching something. Pay attention, okay? These churches were in Asia Minor. Ephesus was in Asia Minor. Was in Asia Minor. Uh, okay, Asia, yeah, I think back in that time, Asia is not the right, the, the one we have today, okay? The one we have today, there is Asia, but this one is Asia Minor, okay? Are you with me or you are not here? Yeah. So I said, how many churches were there? Can you mention some of them? Uh-huh. Since you have opened. Hey, I'm not hearing all. Uh huh. Ephesus. See Ephesus. Uh huh. Smyrna. Smyrna. I'm seeing that somebody is trying to pronounce it, but it is not coming. Smyrna. Okay. Now, when John was sent to prison in the Isle of Patmos, it was a prison. In his 190th year, 99th year, he had a vision of the Lord. And it is that whole vision that has been used, that he wrote it into this book called the book of the revelation of Jesus Christ. So when we say the book of revelation, it's not just the book of revelation of end times. No, the book is about Jesus Christ. It is the book of the revelation of Jesus Christ, his church and what he's doing. Are you with me here? Are you writing that? 
So it's a book of what? The revelation of Jesus Christ. Because it is that book he saw Jesus Christ, saw him as the lamp, the one who was ready to open the seal. He saw his garment. He saw the throne of Jesus Christ. He saw the plague, the plagues that Jesus would send. He saw a whole lot of things. He saw the throne room of God. And today we sing a lot of songs about it. it's not true. It's from Revelation. What now, that's where the song is taken from, the book of Revelation. Now, I personally realize that uh, a lot of Christians don't like reading this book. Hey! Because, and I saw some animal, and I saw, it. I don't want this one. I want Matthew. I want John. I like Psalm 91. I like Psalm 23. Hey, hey, hey! I like Psalm 23. Revelation there. When you go there, you begin to see things. And the wrath of God. And then some hey, hey, angel with 72 eyes. Hey. Beast. Hey, the Antichrist. Like, I, I don't like this book. But I can tell you, this is one of the, the nicest books in the Bible. It's one of the nicest books. There are something when you read that you understand. I mean, me, when I read some of the things, I don't know what they mean. Okay. Yeah. When I read some of the things in the even there are so many things in the Bible when I read them, I don't know what they mean. Because we are still learning, and we're not still learning. So there's no problem with you reading the book of Revelation, and there are some things you know that this one I don't understand what it's saying. But there are some things too you read and you understand what it's saying. It's not true. It's like that in the whole Bible. There are something you read, you don't know what it's saying. Hey, it says something. Like, hey, what is this? But just move on. Do what? Just, just move, read the next verse and go. Another day, you will come back and bounce into it. Do you understand? And when you bounce into it, you have an understanding of that scripture. Okay? Now, the book of Revelation is about so many hideous things that it's like a horror movie. <laughs> when you're reading it, it's like, hey, what a horror movie. The horror began in the Bible. Or this is the book of horror. Horror movie. Can you imagine? It said, and a woman was pregnant and... Um, and, and, and a dragon wanted to do an abortion of the baby. And the woman was running away. Hey. He said, and the earth opened up. Hey. And fought for the woman. Hey, when you read, you're like, hey, what is this one? What does this one mean? What does this one mean? Hi. A dragon. Oh. Yeah. Do you know a dragon? A dragon is a, a dinosaur that can fly. What's the name of that dinosaur? Hey. Dinosaurs near what you to me too. Okay. And there's a dinosaur that there's a dinosaur that can breathe out fire. Yeah. That's the dinosaur. But you know, dinosaur is just a new term. But back in the days, it was called a dragon. 
When, so, so when you hear dragon, even when you go to China, they have where dragon, they are referring to dinosaurs. Yeah, dinosaur is just a new thing. It's not even more than 400 years old. But before that, they were called dragons. In English, it's dragon. Then in, in um, is it, I've forgotten, it's called drago. Drago or something. Yeah, drago. Yeah. Eh? Cool. Aha, uh-huh, Draco. Yeah. Hey. The, the hospital people are talking. Can you see that? You'll be reading a book out there suddenly. Hey. So many wild things, strange, strange things. He said, The sea gave up the dead that were in it. Hey. The sea will just bring all the dead people that are in it. So when you're reading it, you'll be. Sometimes. I think the plane is making noise in our ears. No, true. Very soon you'll be flying. Receive it. Receive it now. Now sit down. But today I want to take you to a part of the book. I told you I was going to preach on the Jerry, but when I sat here, I just changed it. I just decided I won't preach it. I'll preach it maybe at younger age or something. Yeah. So I decided I will not preach it. I wasn't in the mood of preaching that message. Today I'm going to show you a part of the book that when you read, you will understand. Do you see that? So that I don't say, hey, what is this guy? Oh, oh, oh. Then you'll be sleeping on me. No, this one day you will understand. Do you, do you, are you with me or you have gone home? Aha. So Revelation chapter 2, let's all read it together. One, two, go. Until the angel of the church of Ephesus writes, these things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works, and thy labor, and thy patience, and how thou cannot bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles, and are not, and hast found them liars, and hast borne, and hast patience, and for my name's sake, has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen and return and do the first works or else I will come unto thee quickly and remove thy candlestick out of his place except thou repent. Amen. This is the part we are reading today. So this is a letter to the church of what? Ephesus. I told you that seven churches. The church of Ephesus is the same church last week we were talking about. It's not true. The church of Ephesus is the one Timothy was pastoring. The church of Ephesus is the one, uh, what's his name? Um, is the one Paul wrote the book of Ephesians to. Do you understand? And the same church again, I told you that the church of Ephesus was a, was a spiritual church. It was a mega church. And those guys were very serious. Because they had the likes of Timothy, the likes of Priscilla and Aquila. It, was, it wasn't a small church. Though. You imagine a church that has Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams there as a church member. Has Dr. Mensah Otabe as a church member. Has Oyedepo as a church member. Hey! Has me to AFM as a church member. <laughs> who is the preacher? Now who will be the preacher? <laughs> That's the church of Ephesus. Oh. They were wow! 
wild, it was a wild church. It was that church that had somebody like Barnabas. The guy could quote the whole Bible. Like the guy was a wild guy. That guy was also a church member in the church of Ephesus. Barnabas. Hey, uh, Apollos instead. Apollos. Apollos. This is somebody that the Bible even compared him to Jesus Christ. Yeah. In 1 Corinthians, one said, I am for Apollos. Another said, I am for Jesus Christ. Then another said, I am for Paul. They were comparing Paul, Apollos, and Jesus Christ. The same level. They said, these guys are, and Apollos was a church member. Hey. This is why when we read, you hear, sit down again. You hear God saying that, I know your works. Can God look at you and tell you that, I know your works. You are a wild preacher. I know. You can preach and angels will come down. You can preach eh? And people be falling under the anointing. It's not like you are you are doing Holy Ghost baptism. You are just preaching. And people are falling. Hey. I remember one day I went to preach to a pastor. As soon as I held the microphone, this is like about three years ago. I started reading the Bible. I read the Bible one, two, three, four, five, like the way we have read it. When I was done, half of the church were and they had fallen under the anointing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he said. I know your ways. Half of the church had fallen under the anointing. Recently I went with a guy and my wife to teach my it's not true. Yeah. I was just preaching. Half of the church were falling under half of the church. I wasn't doing Holy Ghost anything. I wasn't doing take a receive. I was just preaching. People were falling. That's what God is saying here. I know your works. This is so if you have a church like that with mighty people in the church. I think that could be the reason why they had to choose a small boy to pastor the church because they just realized that Charlie, the competition is high. Let's, let's just find a Timothy, a young guy, let him pastor us. We, we are okay with it. That's the kind of church. Oh. Watch it. I know your works. And thy labor. When we say we are going for evangelism, maybe you are going. When we say, you say you labor. I know your labor. Do you know labor? Labor is not. Labor is working hard he said i know your labor and he's talking to the church the whole church of ephesus he said i know your labor when we say we are doing donations to go and feed the poor some of you even sell your lands he said i know he said and thy patience he said you guys are very patient I mean, you are a happy church. Have you seen a church like that? I wish I had a church like the Church of Ephesus. It's a powerful church. It's the only church Jesus says so many good things about. It's the only church. The rest of the church, oh, not so much. This church, so many titles. I know your, your works. Some of you have written songs. Some have written books. Some have built churches. Some have built houses. Young, young people, 13 years, you have built a house. 
I know that a lot of you are married. You are not fornicating. You are not doing this. That's like the, the, the word Jesus says, I know your works. I know your labor. I know your patience. He says, and how thou cannot bear them which are evil. I also know that you guys are so spiritual that you cannot live with evil people. You know how to bind all the devils. Fire, Holy Ghost. I know that you guys can pray and bind devils. I know you cannot entertain an iota of evil. What it means is that uh, this scripture is explaining that this church is a church that will never see any member go through evil. If they see, let me show you signs and symptoms of evil. Sickness is evil. Anytime you see anyone that is beginning to fall sick, know that it is an evil thing. It is not a good thing. Anything that can kill you is not a good thing. Yeah. And sickness is one of them. Anything programmed to kill you is, a, is an evil thing. Accident is an evil thing. Sickness is an evil thing. Even poverty. He said you cannot bear them which are evil. In other words, you cannot bear anything that is evil. Anything evil, you will deal with it. You will suck it out of your presence. This is a church that if a church member who is in China is sick, they will either do video call, the whole church will do video call. And say, brother, you can't be sick. In our church, hey, sickness is a button. They hear that somebody is sick. I remember when I was in Pentecost, back in the day, not today, that the one that I grew up in, that's what I'm saying. Because that's why I left anyway. Because the one I grew up in is not the one that I, 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 I later came to see. When somebody was sick, the church will organize people. Then we walk to the person's house. Yeah, rape him so call. Yeah, dear, yeah, rape him so call. Say, young crop for yeah, yeah, then I ride here inside. Yeah, Nibona, Wapo, yes, in Nobeco. Yeah, rape him so call. Yeah, dear, yeah, rape him so call. On our bicycles, we will come to your house. <laughs> lay hands, lay legs, lay stomach. We will pray. Anoint you, Galusa and Daya Balasa. Hey. By the time we leave there, you are healed. I know that you can't bear evil. Hey. Then a time came that I also saw all manner of sick people in the church and they say, Oh, sister, I got angry and I left. <laughs> But this church, and this is a mega church, a powerful church. They hear that, oh, somebody has been attacked by demons. Hey, no, I will do that work. I'm going. I'm going. Hey, give me their number. Let me call. Have you been that kind of person who has heard a bad thing about somebody who said, oh, and demons are disturbed. The person has gone mad. The person has asthma. The person has epilepsy. Then you heard, give me the call. Let me pray for them now. Give me the phone. That's the kind of church they were. They hate anything evil. I know that you hate them which are evil. And again, he says, So, do you see the titles? Does anyone here have that kind of titles? Hey! And how thou hast tried them which say they are apostles? And what have you done? And are not, and has found them liars. Look, how do you know somebody's a false prophet? This church. You say you're a prophet. 
they will make you know you are not a prophet. This, like, if this kind of church were to be in Ghana, all the false prophets would lose their jobs. Because uh, you have tried them. You can't just come here and say, <laughs> I'm a prophet. You start, they will look at you. They will discern you. They will scan you. They will put scripture side by side and sit there and say, this thing you said is not true. This thing you said is not true. He said, you have tried them which say they are apostles. And have found them to be liars. Thieves. How do you try an apostle? I'm not saying prophet though. Because the prophet there, we know how to try a prophet. How do you try an apostle? This 2,000 years ago church knew how to know that you are not an apostle. But we are living in a generation that you meet every two young Christians, one is an apostle. Every two young Christians, one is say, I'm an apostle. I'm an apostle. And he doesn't know what even an apostle is. He doesn't know who an apostle is. This church would have fired you a long time ago. He said you're a prophet. When did you become a prophet? Who made you a prophet? How long have you prayed in your lifetime that you, you, you cannot be a prophet if you have never prayed for long? You can't be. Hey! This church could use, they had a time, a, a marking scheme for pastors. They can look and say, this pastor yesterday, he didn't pray. Hey, what a church. You can come and prophesy and they look at it and say, no, this pastor, no, I that's the church. He said, I know you guys. You are wild. You can look at an, a false apostle and you have tried them and you know this is a false apostle. Hey, what a church. No, no, I told you that you are, if you are in a church, that archbishop is there. Bishop Dag is there. They are not pastors, so they are church members. Bishop Hoy the boy is there. That's the kind of church we are talking about, oh. So this church can look at you, Archbishop will look at you and say, hey boy, you don't know how to pray. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the church. He said, hey boy, you don't know how to pray. Bishop Dagulo said, hey, you don't know how to do evangelism. You don't know how to plant churches. You are not an apostle. And he's just a church member. And that's the kind of church. They could look at you and say, hey. A church that has Apostle Joshua Selman or John Sisulema as a member. <laughs> And you, you say you're an apostle. No, Joshua Selma is a church member. <laughs> are you an apostle again? Are you sure you're an apostle? You are not an apostle. Damn. This church will just point and say, boy, sit down. You don't know how to pray. I was watching a video and it was a prayer session. One guy was just doing, hayata, haya, 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 haya. The head pastor said, Hey, Jan Kwasa Semna would you know? Then he hire hire. But I'm a bombire than Jan Jimieno. I want you to run to bombire. Are you praying or you are doing? Oh, I feel like a microphone. The kind of church you'll be praying in tongues and one walk out with sister who tongues and you fake. 
tons where they fake. But here in the Jaiushenu now, they fake. Then tons now. That's the kind of church we are talking about. The church of Ephesus. Prophetic church. Mighty church. You can test apostles. As to today, me, me myself, sometimes like, how do you test an apostle? Two thousand years ago, a church knew how to diagnose an apostle. And know that this one is not an apostle. Hey. Jesus, I know. How do you diagnose a pastor? He says, you are not a pastor. You are not an evangelist. You are not a prophet. You bear the title prophet, but you are not a prophet. Kala Zandia Abaya. May we have that kind of church. Wow, church. May we have that kind of church. You have tried apostles. You have been in a prophetic meeting. The prophet was prophesying all right over you that I'm going to go to you knew. Others were happy, but you just knew that. Akwe wajedro. Others were happy, but you knew that he's a Facebook prophet. You just look at him. No, this guy is lying. He's a Facebook prophet. I can tell you in our generation, a lot of prophets are doing things. There's a prophet that before he comes to, if you come and preach for me, he will send one of his members to come to town and live around and even join us in some of our days and mingle around. But we will know that he's one of his guys. So they'll come and make friends with all of you, know your name, oh, Brad Ben, your wife is called this, your children are called this. Then you collate all the data and give it to him. On the day that the prophet will come, they won't come to church. So when he comes, it is as if you live in the same house with him. Virtually everything he knows might is fake. It will only take a member in the church. The pastor himself may be lost. It will take a member in the church to discern and know that no. I see something wrong that the Holy Spirit is not in this prophetic, this prophetic meeting. I see. And that's the kind of change. They could just be there. You'll be there and an elder will pick a, a bell and come and ring it on you. Brian, can't what can I say? That's the church we are talking about. What name they are here? You will pick somebody up and we know that the name, you already knew the name from maybe um, sometime you came to me. Is it true? You discussed something with me? Yeah. And when I was praying for you, I mentioned her name. Yeah. Do you think I know the woman? Have I ever met the woman? Yeah. yeah. I mentioned her full name. Yeah. But let's just assume that uh, maybe I still don't know the, the woman. Let's just assume that uh, maybe I already knew the woman, but in public, like here. I will stand and say, ah, I see <laughs> you have a sister. A sister is called, uh, whatever, Mary. 
And I, you already know that I know, but it's just between you and me. Because you don't want me to be disgraced. Another church member will just be there. Will descend and say, no, this thing is fake. This thing is not true. There is another group that they, they don't send somebody to come to your church. What they do is they will go to your Facebook wall or your church Facebook page and they come on and they win on here. They'll go to your Facebook wall or your Facebook page, then they will look up like our church AFM Global. We have a Facebook page, we also have the AFM Family Network. They will go and then Look at those who comment. Not those who like who. Those who comment, oh, yesterday church was powerful. Oh, yeah, in fact, Papa, you are a blessing. They'll look at your name. They'll go and look at your date of birth, your telephone number, write everything and collate them on a tablet or on his notebook that he's coming to church with or memorize them. Mercy, Lord. It's going, things are going on. These are one group of people. Another group of people are those who go, if you go to Kumasi now, right now, just go to a Doom or KJT, just be walking around and ask for people who sell psychic powers. You'll find people who are and that is what one half like majority of prophets in Africa are using majority of them it's the lazy ones that depend on the Facebook and sending people to go but the majority of them this is what they use. And some of them cry. They tell them that well, after they take, they turn and go on a, an, on a retreat so that people will think that you went to Atria and prayed. A lot of people will go and meet them. I've met a lot of people in Atria and, and I knew this guy has gone for Juju, but he was in Atria praying. It's the reason I've never liked Atria. Come on, people go there. Look what you were drawing most of the time. I catch you Atria, you can't buy it. You can't buy it. But a man for what day? as a bad means to do something. So when you meet him, he is prophesying, but you see, you will know, Jesus said, you will know a tree by its fruit. No, somebody that tells you that, bring your mother's hair. Prophets are doing that. teaching you and I'm, I'm not teaching you. Go and bring your mother's hair. Just bring her hair and I'll pray over it. Your mother is sick, but bring her hair. It's a sign of a spirit. Again. Bring one of your clothes. Let me do something for you. It's a sign. It's a sign of a certain spirit. They all operate in the same way. You have no child, they tell you, you and your husband should come to the church premises, the office, at, or my house, at a certain day. 
You don't have a child, they tell you, bring 40,000 cities. Yesterday I was listening to news. A prophet did that to somebody, just yesterday. 40,000 cities. I saw power, the default is over 40,000 cities in the No, 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 Listen, when you hear things on radio, some of them are true. People are doing weird things. They tell people that when you have your menses, let me sleep with you. Listen, when you come to a point of your desperation, somebody may take advantage of you. You are desperate for a car. Desperate. And that is why a lot of these, these false apostles and prophets have crowd because they have money to gather a lot of desperate people. And they tell you that, hey, as you go, when you are coming back, don't tell anyone you are coming here. I'm showing signs of a false prophet. Don't tell anyone you are coming here. Don't tell anyone this thing I've told you to do. Don't tell anyone. Before you realize, they've snatched a portion of your soul away. But this church, this church, this church, they will see your dressing and use your dressing to know you're a false prophet. Hey! They can see your hairstyle and know that this church, this prophet is fake. Just by your hairstyle. No, no, no. You know the kind of people I mentioned who will be in that church. It's not true. I remember the first day I met one of these Ghanaian false prophets. He has a big church in, in Kumasi. Yeah, I've told the story over and over again. The day I got, as soon as I got to the entrance of the church, I saw Kwakwa Lobi flying the church in the spirit. We were about to enter there, and I stopped the person I went to. I said, no, Kwakwa drew. free him. So if, if me, I'm your church member, I don't know if you understand. And there are people who are more spiritual than me. That's the kind of church that they had. They are very wild people. <laughs> I mean, you just imagine, think about, let me tell you some stories. Some years, yesteryear stories about myself. Eh? Some years, yesteryear stories. There are people that met them in SHS, I told them when they will marry. And their firstborn, the day they will give birth to their firstborn. This is in SHS days. If this kind of person is your church member. Now, that church did not have just one. The whole church was like that. Every member was as spiritual as they come. So, the one doing opening prayer, even opening prayer, people are already blowing tongues. Zokulu, Guzugulu, Graga, Indolu, Akalaya. Hey! By the time one person is coming to even sing Wahini, we are doing praises, everyone is under the anointing. I'm quite anointed. But he's just a singer. Nobody even cares about him. And this church could diagnose and see a false prophet. Diagnose and see a false singer. 
they could look at you and know that you, you have been fornicating. You, you have been lying. You, you are a scammer. But you, we know that no one knows you're a scammer. But when I, when I saw you, the first day you entered the church, I knew that you were a scammer. They could diagnose and tell. Now sit down. He said, and you have persevered and you have patience. For my name's sake has labored. Look at it again. He is talking about you have patience again. He is talking about you have labored again. Hey. These guys were, were Catholic church. Nevertheless. This is where I'm preaching from. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee. Are you here with me, church? You can be anointed, can prophesy amazing names, can heal all manner of sick people, and God will still say, Nevertheless, I have something against you. You can give 10,000 CDs every month as a seed. Go for all kinds of crusades. And God was to say, nevertheless, I have something against you. Ah, God, can't you forgive us? Don't you see our labor? I don't know who's... Because this thing is not a report of a man. God is the one giving the report about the church. Are you with me, church? Are you with me? God is giving a report. Say, more dear, more. You are phenomenal. What a church. But I said, but still, I won't forgive you. I have something. He said, then he said, because thou hast forgotten thy first love. What is your first love? Your first love refers to that thing you do which God loves. The thing you used to do that God began to bless you that now you have become a manager, a teacher, a nurse, a wife, a husband. Then you stopped. Before you were married, you were fasting Every three days in the week, when you married, you said, Oh God, you know the children. If I don't eat, I can't take care of them. That thing that you did, which God used to bless you, which you have stopped, is the thing God is demanding for. Nevertheless, I have this thing against you that you have forgotten your first love. Ministry is a funny thing and church going is a funny thing that you can end up working so hard for the church. Hard working, you never miss a service, everything you are the one doing, running errands, but you end up forgetting when to pray, when to fast, when to do Bible study. These days, you meet a number of Christians and they don't even read their Bibles, but it's a chorister. A church leader in church. Nevertheless, I have one thing against you. 
you have left the important thing. I know you are spiritual. You can look at a false prophet just by looking. They know. This year, God is calling us back to our first love. Those times where you could rise up at dawn and pray. Those years where you could fast and pray and lock yourself in your room. Those times that after you are done, you package a seed and you give it to a man of God and you kneel down that day to pray for you. But today, you are saying that I have given enough. I have prayed enough. I have fasted enough. I have gone to church enough. It is enough. I cannot be laid hands upon. I am too big. And God is speaking to you today that the time has come. Remember from whence thou has fallen. He said, remember where you fell. Because listen, you cannot return to your first life if you don't know where you fell. There are some people, they fell when COVID-19 came and they closed down churches. Remember when you fell. Some people know, knew where they fell. They fell the day a certain brother came into her life. You know where you fell so that you can return and collapse that relationship. You know that it was when you were posted that your first love died. Because now you have no more problems. The reason you used to fast and pray was because you wanted to get a job. Now you have a job. You don't fast and pray again. Remember. Remember from whence thou hast fallen and repent. God is telling a church to repent. God is telling Christians to repent. I came to preach to you this morning. Repent from where you are falling. Repent. These days, Christians don't want to go for evangelism again. No follow-up again. No Bible study again. No prayer again. No giving again. No sacrifice again. Repent, church. Repent. It's time to repent. I know those days that our mothers could gather money and buy food stuff and say we are carrying to pastor's house. Today, we have all become wise. Wise in our own eyes. That you are saying if I give to pastor, I am making him rich. Repent! He said, repent. 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 I remember those days as young people, we could, I remember as far as Tumu, I could go to my pastor's house and clean and wash and wipe things and take care of kids. And I wasn't the only one. We could go there on daily basis and on routines. Today, even in church, doing something common in church, somebody feels like, I am too important. I am a nurse. I am a mother. I am somebody's boyfriend. I am a degree holder. I cannot clean church. I can't hold a catalyst and weed around church. Repent, church. Repent. Don't say the one I'm talking to is not in church. You know how much you used to pray and why, why, how God was able to elevate your life. Now look at your prayer life. You used to pray one hour every morning. One hour every day. What happened to it? You could empty your accounts and support the work of ministry. What happened to it? Now you said you have problems. That is why you are grounded. And God said, I know. I know. All of us have a first love God is calling us to remember. Your first love may be different from my first love. And I don't say that I'm only preaching to you. I'm preaching to everyone in this church, including myself. I remember the days. I remember the days that were gone. Unless I didn't hear somebody that was sick. Unless I didn't hear somebody that had a problem. 
I will call them. I will visit them. I will. Ah, today, when they are even calling, I'm running away. Hey, repent. Repent, Michael, repent. I could give my garment out. Take out my garment and give it out. That go to the hospital. I have done it before. People that are willing, touch them with my garment. Let them rise. And they rose. Anyone they touch with my garment, the person came back. The person was healed instantly. I remember one time somebody defied God before me. A tutor. SHS. He said, you SU people. You, you are not even serving God. You are stupid people and foolish people. I said, hey, we will see who serves God. You and me. I said it to him. Within 24 hours, he went to the market. He was walking the market. Suddenly, his legs started swelling. It swelled within an hour. They sent him to the hospital. They had to cut it. They said they can't bring it up. They took him straight to G and they cut off the, the leg. Don't say that I'm the one who did it all. I, he said we were not serving God. And God said, really? Michael, what do you think? I said, do something to let him know. When he returned, he made me his friend. You, you remember him? You know him? He had a name that starts with K. I remember the days that we had a very wicked headmaster. I guarded the student. I said, we are praying and sacking him. We are praying and sacking him. We guarded. Were you there that you had gone? A pot of Ali. You can get to your pension and still go and pay some bribe and other things and they will add more years. And that was what he was doing. A wicked headmaster. I guarded the school. I said, we are sacking him. Before, on a Monday, they had come to say, oh, he's staying for another two years. We prayed on Saturday. The next Monday, they came back with a new letter. From Saturday to Monday, I don't know if they sent the letter on Sunday night or something. I don't know. Monday, we went for assembly hall. And they came back and said that he has two months remaining. By two months time, they had done a send-off. They sent him away. That's the kind of prayer I made back in the days. I remember those days that I could read one book a Bible. One book, I could read a, one whole book a day. By the time the month is over, I'm almost done with the whole Bible. Me, I could travel to go and pray for the sick. I could travel. You don't travel. I would tell people, oh, do you gather people in this place? That's how come I went to Sampa. I went to Sampa to go and pray for the sick. I could travel. I hear that. Remember, I repent. Repent. It's time to repent. You used to listen to sermons every day. What happened to it? Repent. Alangiza Kasaya. Every one of us have what we need to repent from. If Reverend Amos were to be here, he would tell you, one time, they did something on campus. I got up. I said, I'm going to pray to rain and destroy this program. Ha! I said, Reverend, follow me. We are walking to the entrance and we are coming back. By the time we are back, it will start raining. Those of you know Reverend Amos Wasa, go and ask him, he's in Breku. Go and ask him if I am lying. We just walked to the administration we walked, by the time we were coming by, it was raining. And we had already said it at the dining hall that we are going to cause it to rain to spoil your entertainment program. So the students were, well, okay, we are here, we will see. 
One day I'll bring Reverend Amos, Amos Fasa here. This year, my baby, I'll bring him to come and share that testimony. So that you know that I am not lying. We walked to the administration. Then I said, I'm picking the Lord said, pick a stone. I took a stone. He said, now throw it to the sky. He said, by the time the stone drops to the ground, the rains will come. I said, eh? I sheepishly. I did what sheepishly. Do you know sheepishly? Just like a child. I, threw, I said, remember this is what God said. I threw it in the air. Then I stood there. By the time it, it started, wind started blowing. Then we too, like how Indian movies, they'll be doing slow motion. We were walking, the winds were blowing, then the rain started and we're walking in the rain to the dining hall. Rakiza and Dala, then prayer started coming. And Dalia and Dala. Then the students were running back into the dormitories. And they said, these are the guys that have prayed for it to rain. This is a man of God. I'm saying those days. Remember, from whence thou hast fallen. Remember. One time a student went mad, went mad. Julian, you even went and brought the lady. It's not true. Went mad. Now, when I meet mad people, I just behave like, I, 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 I haven't seen you. I mean, when they brought the, ah, the, the lash has gone mad. I said, really? Go mad? Slap some people. I said, me, no, not at all. I went and casted the madness out instantly. And today, as I'm speaking, there has never been any madness again. One time I slept and woke up. I'm preaching a message. I'm preaching a message. I slept and woke up. When I woke up, they said one guy, and then the near said, Ahono, wouldn't they see it? Or that sorry, and then CDM means good news. I wrote it in this book. How many of you remember? It's in this book. The story is in this book. It's in this book. That story is in this book. See there. When you see there, good news people say. I don't know if you free buyer. I won't say I took the drug free fee because fee no obiyanko SS da. You know, no dear, a free cross certificate. No, no dear, say my bag, my my coat. Yes, yeah, baby. New young first year student, I waba first week in Amo. I feel me one of my best friends. Brother Mike has seen mercy. Brother Mike has seen mercy. Something has happened. I said, what's going on? He said, this when me who me who be that. See the answer go as you be as run to your say your coffre and do sinibi or chrome and machine one a muho into a muko or mocha my dear china coffre do sinibi or chrome no abe ye ye no manoma be hey I'll tell you another story very soon I'll tell you another story I just remembered another one when they said it I said ah not at all I said not 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 me. I, I said, I will pick this thing, I will throw it away, nothing. I said, no, anytime this thing happens, we will be down. Now, I will be so bored, not on the story. Hey, me and I will be part of it. I will be part of it. I will be part of it. I said, really? I'm taking it here. I walked to the bed, lifted the pillow, took up the thing, and I blew Brachise and Dahlia. I walked out, I threw it out. I came back and laid hands on the guy. I said, now, come out. Within one hour, the guy's ear had come back to normal. His face had come back to normal. God is talking to all of us this morning. Remember, I remember one time we slept and woke up, and my mother has gone to find Obidi Edruobi Jewe Efiechi Edanyachi. I was like, okay, okay. 
I went and took it. I set it on fire. Then my father said, hey, this thing is dangerous. So we have to do something. Or I, said, I, said, I did it. I set it on fire. I'm here today. Nothing happened. I'm still here. It is time to remember. Look at how our fathers and the early apostles were able to walk in the power of God. And look at the church today. We have neglected everything that our fathers were holding on to. Today we dress anyhow. We talk anyhow. We live our lives anyhow. There is no Christianity seen in us. We can't even distinguish a Christian from a non-believer. Yesterday I posted a very funny thing on my statement. It's serious. Why is it that our sisters are always nice until it's on their, on their wedding? Why do we have nine sisters in churches? Then when is their wedding? You see some bridesmaids, Nihapai, Natadiebi. So you are only holy until it is your wedding day? Is that what you are telling us? You are modest until it is your wedding day? Is that what you are telling us? You can see a sister. She's a chorister. She leaves prayer and whatever. And on a wedding day, she has sleeveless gown. Sleeveless gown. The breasts are already showing. And then you expect me as a prophet. And I will come and stand and I will pretend and close myself. Let's bless this our sister. And me, I will suck that wedding. I will suck that wedding. I will suck that wedding. It will not, you will go and have your wedding in your house. What happened to us? Remember from where you are fallen. This Christianity we have today is not compared to the one we have, our fathers had. Our fathers were Bible studies men. Our fathers were men of prayer. Our fathers were men of fasting. Our fathers were men of evangelism. Our fathers were men of the word. They said it is not good for us to leave the ministry of the word and prayer and save tables. Today we are saying that it is more important for us to give our money to orphans than to preach the word. Remember from where you are falling. Remember. Remember. Where have you fallen? Remember. Our churches might remember. Today when we sin, we don't even have a conscience to tell us that you have sinned. We sin and wake up the next day and we continue our life as if nothing has happened. Nothing has happened. Somebody is coming to church. Say, you wait for me. I'm going to church. I'll be back. When I come back, you see that who is who. We will see who is who. Hey, you are coming to church after church. You are going to fight. So you have postponed a fight for church. What happened to our Christianity? What happened to our Christianity? When a certain pastor's wife found out that my wife were dating, she called my wife and insulted her. The pastor's wife. Is it not true? My wife insulted her. Yeah. And she already knew who I was. So, because those who did the concourse, that were told her that. You know, so, I, 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 I saw so yourself. God will put our enemies to shame. 
because, because they thought that I cannot marry my wife. They thought that I cannot marry. They thought that I will not marry her. Yeah. The pastor's wife. The pastor's wife. Now some of the catcher don't want me to make a wife. I'm not going to marry. So for mommy. Oh mommy. Some of the catcher don't want me to marry. I've seen people that are calling themselves I'm an elder in the church in Azani. Ni apo bombe ye no. What happened to us? Azan, Azam, Azan, Azam. We say, Udin disapoy ye elder now, or ye suffer crabu. Azan, what happened to us? Remember. Azan. I know an elder who sells lands. He will sell the land to you and go and sell it to this person and run away. He will sell it to this person and sell it to this person. And when he starts to preach, you think it's Jesus' brother who is preaching. Remember from where you are falling. Because of the love of money, a lot of us have neglected very core things. Because of money. Because of money. Money that we will die and leave it. Why is Michael Jackson? Money that we will die and leave it because of money. Because of money. There's a pastor who duped a certain lady. Duped her for her money. I think that one, that guy is away. Okay. So he, he said he was going to do something for him. I forgot what was the story. And, and the pastor said he would do it for her. What happened to us? That you can scam, you can stand on the puppet and scam someone and you'll be okay with it. You scam somebody and you're okay with it. I'm preaching to this church. I'm not preaching to those who are outside you. I'm preaching to you today. Remember. 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 How is it that you can get angry when you get angry? All kinds of hell breaks loose. And you even forget that you're a Christian. Remember. Remember from whence thou hast fallen and repent. This is Jesus speaking you know, from Jesus' own mouth. Remember therefore whence thou hast fallen. When did you fall? Remember and repent. Say, if not, I will come quickly. <laughs> he didn't say, I'm coming on the second coming. He said, I'm coming quickly. And when I come, it's a scripture. I'll come quickly. I'll come quickly. I will come quickly. And remove thy candlestick. Do you know thy candlestick? Thy candlestick refers to the thing that you are priding about. The job. That's the candlestick. The marriage. That's a candlestick. The beauty is the candlestick. Whatever is the reason why now you two, you think that you are too important to not to forget your first love, God will come for it. He said, I will remove that candlestick from his place. That's why people who, who were once 
very vibrant Christians, when they fall, they never rise again. Because the candlestick has been removed. When they, when they backslid, they forget their first love. And then Jesus comes to remove the, the, the candlestick. They never get back to the way they were again. They will just be doing azan, azan, azan. Remember. It's time to remember. Remember. Remember your first love. Remember your first love. Remember why you are here. Remember why you chose to serve God. Remember your first love. It's time for us to remember. It's time to remember. It's time to remember. Remember that you have been chosen by God. Remember that you are anointed by God. Why do you want to live your life like you are nobody? Remember the time you place value on your salvation. You place value on God. You place value on serving God. But today, you are anointed by you live your life anyhow because you have forgotten. Some of you, your first love is the love, the honor that you place on God's anointing on your life. Because listen, eh, there is an, a respect people give to God's anointing in their lives. So there's a way people respect. So, there is, um, 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 what's his name? Joseph said that, God forbid that I should sin against my God. Yeah, yeah. It, he was respecting the anointing of God on his life. The anointing of God, he respected the anointing of God on his life. And a time can come in your life where you even forget the blessing of God and you also go and muddy the waters and, and walk in the mud and swim in dirty waters because you have even forgotten that you have been sanctified, you have been called, you have been anointed, you have been blessed by God and you too, you work in a workplace and you start taking bribes before you give people jobs but you forget that you are a man of God and you are anointed. All these powerful positions in Ghana Nuts, whatever you see, right reverend there. You see, right reverend there. What is he doing there? On the ground, or jibri, or jibri, chain of yah. You see, right reverend there. It's not true. If I lie, I'm not lying. Because listen, life is very funny that as you begin to rise, you forget important things. That's why some of our fathers today can stand and say prayer is not important. But you, when you set out, and your, your church was not good, you were praying. Today you are telling us that pray, prayer is not important. We say we should go and work. You think we don't know people who have worked? Do you know people we know who have worked, worked hard? I don't know any human being alive that works harder than my father. I don't know any human being alive. Because I know what I'm saying. There's nothing to write home about. The time he came here and I was preaching here, he went to me and said, hey, that means it. He told me, I said, I felt like all my life I've worked for the government and I've wasted my years. I could have done other things aside. And you, pastor, you are telling us that we should go and work. We are not saying work is not important, but don't tell us that prayer is not important. We should go and work. people that have worked. Do you know people that have worked and they have nothing good to write home about? It's not that they, were, they didn't have a good heart. There's more to life than what we see. On Wednesday, I told you, the Paul said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You can have a good intention, start a business. Satan will sit on it. Demons will sit on it. 
But some of our fathers, the problem is, as they begin to rise, they get to a certain point, they forget the things that made them who they are. And they build doctrines and teach us wrong things. That's why a certain generation came and the Pentecostal fire died out because they started telling us that, oh, eh, you, Musa, map kind Bible, you're always reading the Bible. Stop reading the Bible and go read science. Go read biology. They told us Bible school is not important. And today, look at us. Look at Christianity today. Look at us. Because important people told us that since we heard, they threw God away out of our hearts by preaching to us. Some people have preached Christ out of the lives of people. Some people have preached holiness out of the lives of people. Some people have preached God out of the church. They literally preached him out. Preached him out. I remember some time ago when I started reading I went and bought Benny his book, Good Morning Holy Spirit. An elder told me that, be careful, be careful. If you begin to reread these books, before you realize you have lost your salvation and other things. He literally warned me against reading Christian literature. Don't forget where you, you came from. Don't forget your origin. Don't forget your foundation. Don't forget why we are here. Don't forget why Christianity exists. Christianity exists to disciple the nations. Don't forget it. We are not here to receive cars and houses. We are not here to, I receive it, I receive it. That's not just the thing. It is part of the family. It is like um, um, school. You see that? It's like school. Break time is not the reason we go to school, though. Break time and you are happy and you are rejoicing. It's not the reason you go to school. Are you with me? Sports is not the reason you go to school. School is a whole system on its own. It's for holistic development. So the prophetic is there. We pray for you to receive miracle, but that's not the main reason. It's a whole build so that when you receive a miracle, you are discipled. You come to understand, wow, God is real. God's power is real. It's part of the curriculum. It's like when you are learning about mountains you have to go for excursion it's not true we told you that god is powerful but you don't see the powerfulness of god because you don't you have never had a testimony in your life so we have to prophesy we have to speak over your life but listen the main reason we are here is to disciple people is to make sure that people that didn't know god will come and say that wow finally now i can serve god now i know god that's the main reason we exist to do that's why when you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, God did not snatch you from the earth. Because you are here for a reason. And we have forgotten it. So we just dress on Sunday. And we come to church. And we come and sit down. We come and sit down. You can sing, but you say you don't sing. You are waiting for us to tell you, come and sing. You can do something, but you won't do it. You are waiting for us to tell you that, come and do it. I don't know that the church is for all of us. You don't know it's for all of us. You can do things, but you don't do it. You don't do it. And even when we tell you to do it, that's the time that you even get angry. Or you're forgotten your first love. You're forgotten your first love. You're forgotten your first love. 
you have forgotten your first love. You have forgotten your first love. May we not forget our first love. May we not forget our first love. I see a radical group of people that will rise in this church, that will rise in this ministry, that will be men of the secret place, men of the word, men of Bible study, men of prayer, men of holiness, men of righteousness, men of goodness, men of patience, men of mighty works, men of humility, men of humility, men of God. I see that generation rising from this place. Alaka, Balasa, Endalia, Kabalia, Rosuta. We laughed at a woman of God. How could we do such a thing? But I know because her mature dignity, she pretended that she did it intentionally. And she used, you know, these people too, they are also musicians, so they told her, do this and do that. Now it has become a slogan. But we mocked at her before she did that. We laughed at her. Christians were posting it on their status. How could we do such a thing? How could we do such a thing? How? How could we do such a thing? How could we do such a thing? What happened to us? What happened to us? What happened to our Christianity? As I'm walking around right now, you just hear that something has happened to me. You will see pastors that will arise and said, we said it. We said it. This guy, as he was walking around, he was fake. We said it. Let me die today. We will see the people that will rejoice. Christians. We said it. He was rushing. We said it. God didn't call him. He said it. What happened to us? I see that the main reason because we don't love God. We don't love God. We don't love God. Remember your first love. We don't love God. God is our first love. And we don't love him. If I love God, eh, I will not find it difficult to love you. If I love God, I will not find it difficult to forgive you. No matter what you do against me. No matter what. And I've seen the unforgiveness in the body of Christ. I've seen it. Gross unforgiveness. That's why. Have you ever seen me preach on forgiveness before? I've never preached on forgiveness before. I've never been preached on holiness, uh, humility before. The things that I really value, I don't even, most of the time I don't preach on them. But I feel like me too, I'm, I'm guilty in a way, but I'm not. Can you imagine a pastor had a problem with me because another pastor has done a very grievous thing. Everyone was angry. Police cases and other things. And I forgave the guy called him to myself and he's still with me another pastor is angry that that I, I did that my pastor is angry with me that I did that how could we do such a thing when you are in the army and your, your colleague falls down eh, they go and they will never leave their, their, their soldier behind they will never leave their soldier behind this is why Christians today will build five houses and their pastor is still renting their pastor is still renting Back in the days, not even a pastor alone. No. This thing was not supposed to only really be done for pastors. So. It wasn't supposed to be that, oh, we only give to pastors. So we should have been given to one another. Oh, sister, do I sorry them all. The school is so dimmed. No man, be a man at ya. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're back on top of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're better for me. 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 Why can't we, why can't a church get up and say that we are going to build 
a house for this church member. You know, this church member is trying. Let's build a house. Let's contribute and build a house. So for crying, yeah, yeah, man, crying about for now, sorry, man. What happened to us? So for no moment, I see you know, I have a new on combo, yeah, man, I'm for now, sorry, man. Today, we have a lot of people in church that the church can help, and the church cannot help because the pastor, the pastor tries, it is in trouble. His leaders and elders will lambast him, and they will literally suck him out of the church. What am I sorry, sick, I could hear school fees. Sky is so that what happened to us? Why can't we help ourselves? Why can't we love ourselves? Why can't we give to ourselves? Why can't we pray for our brothers and sisters? And we are all in this church. We know the people in this church that we know that these people, they are struggling. Things are not well with them. Why can't we say that every Sunday after church, I'll give you 20 CDs. Use this to do this. I'll give you this clothes. No matter what friend or Bajinta are there. You see the people that we know that this person needs clothes. This person needs clothes. This person needs this. Why can't we do it? Why can't we do it? You have more than enough clothes. They have nothing doing in the house. Why can't you do it? Why can't you do it? Remember. Remember. I'm preaching a powerful message. If I die today, Jesus will be happy. He will be very happy. You see, my son, you have preached a powerful message. I think this is the most powerful message I've ever preached. Yeah. Why? Because we don't love God. We don't love God. They say we are building national cathedral and Christians are saying are against it. Are against the building of something we are saying we are building it for God. They say, why don't we have more jobs? You are irresponsible. You want a job. You are responsible. You want a job. But as we are building the national cathedral, are we not also giving jobs to people? And you're missing for the beige man. And you're painting the beige man. But Jimmy and Tino, this is the kind of thing that you're doing. Hey, Jimmy and Tino, I wouldn't say, yeah, 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 But because why are we building this thing? Why couldn't we use the money to take care of the poor? You are not the first person to say it. Oh. Judah said it in the Bible. Now, lift your hands and ask God for mercy. Ask God for mercy. Have mercy on me. It's time to pray this year. It's time to pray. One hour. A day, one hour a day, one hour of prayer a day, one hour of prayer a day, one hour of fasting a day, one, one, one day. Pray, Radia Sandaya, Lord, my children will not be sick. But you have stopped doing it. You have stopped doing it. You have stopped doing it. Why have you stopped praying? Why have you stopped fasting? Why have you stopped doing the thing you used to do? Why have you stopped? Ask God for mercy. Lord, have mercy on me. Radia Home Mobile. You are humble. Radio Humbo. Liga Sakataya. Rimbo Sadaya. In the name of Jesus. Sit down for me.